This is Wealth Talk with Gary Garrison from Asset Protection Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 25 years of experience in the financial industry, Gary provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Wealth Talk with Gary Garrison. Hello, and welcome back to Wealth Talk. This is Gary Garrison from Little Rock's Asset Protection Wealth Management. We are excited about today's show. We are going to talk about the new Biden tax plan and the impact that's going to have potentially on your retirement income, your retirement accounts. And we want to break that down today. And then of course, offer, you know, our services to help those of you that are listening that want to find out the impact that's going to have on their retirement. And we can help with that. But before we get started, we want to bring in my co-host who is probably the real star of the show. Um, <laughs> Tony Shore. Tony, how's it been going? Oh, Gary, it's going great. And it's great to talk to you today. You know, I've had a crazy busy week, but then uh, we, we, well, not compared to you. I mean, uh, we were talking before the show and you told me just how busy you've been and you've been meeting with uh, listeners from the show have been calling in. So that's great, Gary. Um, What have you been up to? Just keeping busy there, I guess, meeting with clients and uh, listeners, huh? Yeah. You know, with, um, COVID sort of opening things back up now. Thankfully, we're getting a lot of in-office meetings as well. We're still doing some webinars and Zoom meetings and phone meetings, but the majority of the people are ready to come back in. And we had one of our first live um, seminar, webinar type of things a couple of weeks ago and uh, had a good turnout for that. So people, I think, are ready to get back out and try to get back to as close to normal as possible, Tony. Well, yeah, and I think that's really important and really good, Gary. Now, uh, it's great that things are, are normalizing again, and that's why I'm ex- so. I'm excited about today's show. Uh, w- what are we talking about on, on today's episode? Well, you know, Tony, during the 2020 presidential campaign, we heard a lot about plans for COVID-19, vaccine development and distributions, and, you know, as a cautious plan for return to normal life, and with good reason. <laughs> You know, after all, this pandemic has been the dominant issue throughout the world for nearly a year and a half now. Yet, despite the pandemic's outsized importance, there are other pressing political issues that have to be addressed. President Biden's tax plan proposal is probably the biggest political and economic issue we're likely to see for at least the next several months, if not longer. On today's show, we're going to spend time breaking down the plan and, most importantly, how it may impact you, your wallet and your overall financial strategy, particularly uh, with retirement. Yeah. So uh, we're excited about that and uh, look forward to getting more into that here shortly. Well, right. And, you know, when you say taxes, Gary, I think the word taxes uh, is enough to stop a lot of people, you know, right in their tracks. Uh, But, you know, everybody wants to know if they're going up and, and tax policy is something that affects pretty much every American, whether directly or indirectly. So talking about you know, where we're headed is going to make for a terrific show. Well, you know, we were talking about it. We're really pumped to get this information out. People are hungry for it. They're wanting to know more about it because it's all new and fresh and 
They want to know how these tax changes and increases are going to affect them. So we're going to kind of have a high level approach to how we talk to it to talk about it today, but we'll get into its uh, major elements and talk about them in broad terms. And as you listen, if you hear something that you think might have a direct impact on you, and this is for any of the listeners out there, I'd recommend jotting it down and reaching out to a tax professional to discuss how it might impact your taxes further. Uh, we are here to discuss the impact it might have on any investments that you have or 401ks when you start drawing those out and the impact it's going to have on your bottom line in retirement. Right. And that's that's really good. I think it's going to be a great discussion today. Uh, and you can rest assured that I know you've been you know, working hard to make sure you completely understand some of these plans, finer points. Uh, what do you have for us first? Well, the details that we're sharing today are referenced in an interesting Investopedia article titled Explaining Biden's Tax Plan. And before we really get rolling into this, I do want to emphasize that right now the Biden tax plan is just that. It's a plan. It will be debated, negotiated, and changed. After that, it will need to pass in both the House and the Senate. And then after all of that, Biden will be able to, to sign it into law. So long story short, At this point, we do not know which parts of the plan will make it into the final bill. The plan's first significant component that the article addresses is the proposal to restore higher tax rates and include the alternative minimum tax. Biden's plan would repeal the tax reductions that were passed in 2017. That means the top individual federal income tax rate would return to 39.6% from its current 37%. And the corporate rate would jump back to 28% from its current 21%. Wow. Okay. So what does all that mean for the average person, Gary? Well, that's, that's a great question. And honestly, for people with incomes of 400,000 or more, itemized deductions would be capped at 28% instead of the percentage tax rate that applies at the higher tax bracket. So Rates would be tiered in such a way that folks with incomes below 400000 wouldn't face increases or too much change. Okay. Yeah, and that makes sense, I, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, I'm sure the notion for people with incomes below 400000 that it likely won't be impacted by a direct rate increase as a relief, even though I'm sure uh, that other things in the plan will affect uh, those people as well. But give us a little more info on what might happen to people with incomes north of 400000 I sure can. You know, taxpayers whose income is more than $1 million would pay the same rate on investment income as they would on wages. Also, the so-called carried interest loophole, which is claimed by numerous private equity and hedge fund managers, would vanish. If you're not familiar, what this refers to is fund managers paying capital tax gain rates, which are currently 20%, rather than the ordinary income tax rates on their carried interest. It allows them to continue high fixed rate participations in their funds portfolio while contributing very little, if any, capital investment. But that would no longer be possible if the plan passes as currently written. I think that's a good breakdown so far. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more now about what the plan has to say about corporations. So the corporate tax rate would jump to 28% from 21%, as we just talked about, in an effort to block 
profitable companies from avoiding taxes entirely, all corporations would be subject to a 15% alternative minimum tax on profits of $100 million or more. Now, corporations would be on the hook for the regular tax or the alternative minimum tax, whichever is greater. Also, the Biden plan would also go after companies that export jobs overseas while incentivizing investment in infrastructure, green energy, and transportation. It would also boost taxes from the current 10.5% to 21% on global and tangible low-taxed income. Wow. So they're going to double, double that income. At this point, it's nearly impossible, of course, to predict the impact these changes will have on, you know, the valuations of stock and the stock market as a whole. But we're, we're hearing rumors that it could definitely affect uh, the stock market uh, after this thing gets passed, if it gets passed, you know, in its current state. Right. Yeah. I, and I, I can see that. So, you know, I find this fascinating, uh, you know, what they're proposing here. And, and I, know. I know there's a lot more to talk about, but we should probably take a quick break here, Gary. Is there anything yeah, you, you want to add before we do? Yeah, sure. I encourage you guys to go to our website at apwealthmanagement.com. That's apwealthmanagement.com. Or give us a call or text our office at 501-225-9045 and say, hey, I heard Gary on the radio and I want to know for me and my family what the Biden tax plan's impact is going to have on me uh, at and during retirement. I want to know the bottom line because that's what I live on. Can Gary help me? So give us a call. 501-225-9045. You can call or text that number and uh, we will be more than happy to discuss that with you. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? A simple guide to your retirement income by Gary Garrison from Asset Protection Wealth Management can provide you with information to help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and may ease your financial concerns. A simple guide to your retirement income will help give you the foundational information you need for retirement. Visit apwealthmanagement.com to request your complimentary copy today. And welcome back to Wealth Talk with our host, Gary Garrison. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we're taking a look at a lot of the different elements that are a part of this proposed Biden tax plan. And it's been a great show so far, Gary. How do you want to kick off this segment? Well, the next piece of great information again, from the Investopedia article, is explaining Biden's tax plan. And this addresses its benefits for both individuals and families. But before we get into that, I want to remind everyone that Biden tax plan is still just a proposal. It's got to, you know, go through Congress um, and, and uh, make sure that it's passed there. And then, of course, it has to go to Biden's desk for his signature before it becomes law. But the benefits for individuals and families, the plan has some interesting nuggets. The plan touts new and reworked tax benefits benefits for working families, including using tax credits that are often refundable rather than simply uh, having a tax deduction. So this part of the plan was designed to provide lower and middle income workers with similar savings and current tax deductions that often are provided to higher earnings. Right. And that's, that's another interesting piece of information from this and, you know, making sure your tax strategy reflects all of the options out there that are available to you. That's one of the best reasons possible to work closely with somebody like yourself, Gary, a financial services professional 
you know, I, I'm not a tax preparer, but I do believe that the American tax system is, well, it's an absolute mess, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. It's a, la well, Tony, it's a labyrinth. T Tony, I thought you were a tax preparer, and that's why I had you on the show today. <laughs> Good grief. I've got the wrong guy. No, you're, no, you're exactly right, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, you know, as for the Biden tax plan, it proposes two credits that are focused on children. First, it would expand eligibility for the child and dependent care tax credit to provide up to $8,000 in credits for certain expenses for, again, low and middle income working families. Currently, the maximum for this credit is $3,000. Listen to this. The proposed plan would cap the credit at $16,000 for multiple dependents. Second, under the Biden plan, the child tax credit would be made completely refundable and grow from two to $3,000 per child for kids between the ages of six and 17. Additionally, it would provide a $3,600 per child tax credit for kids under the age of six. So there's some positive things in there. Well, yeah, there are some positive things. And I think, you know, we need to point out tax credits are much better than tax deductions. I mean, a credit is dollar for dollar, and those are some great things in there for uh, families. And I think that, you know, it, it's good news for listeners with little ones still at home. Uh, but how about our favorite subject, Gary? Pizza. Wait, no, retirement. Okay. Uh, oh, that's, that comes after the show. Yeah, we're, uh, we're that's gonna, right. We're meet for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our favorite subject here on the show is retirement. What does the Biden plan say about that? Quite a bit, actually. One substitution of a tax credit for a deduction that current law allows does apply to retirement savings. A Biden plan includes rules that would balance the tax benefits for contributions to 401ks and other retirement plans across the entire income spectrum. Depending on the proposal's finer details, which are currently known, they're not actually currently known, there could be a substantial impact for high earners specifically if the potential revision to 401k contribution offered a taxpayer with marginal tax rates of 35 to a 20% tax credit rather than the present deduction. And again, as you just mentioned, I'll take a credit over a deduction all day long. And so the tax savings for the current maximum yearly contribution of 19,500 would drop from 6,800 to 3,900. Okay, so there are some benefits there. I think that's really good. Now, I've heard that the Biden plan also addresses some health insurance costs, uh, and that's definitely going to be another area of uh, big interest for a lot of our listeners. What can you tell us about that, Gary? Yeah, so the Biden proposal calls, Tony, for increased access to health insurance. As written, the plan would also provide a refundable tax credit for insurance premiums that are intended to limit family spending on premium to a maximum of eight and a half percent of their income. Additionally, the plan would provide enhanced tax benefits to those who purchase long-term care insurance. So if the version of this plan that president Biden eventually signs into law does include tax benefits for long-term care insurance, it may be a great idea to work with a financial services professional to find something that fits your needs. Yeah. And I just happen to know one that you could call up and uh, <laughs> set up a meeting with, and I'm not going to name names, Gary Garrison, but uh, I think folks should give you a call. And so far, 
you know, you've given us a lot already to think about. And it, it seems like this proposed plan has a wide net that's really seeking to offer up some benefits to a variety of people. Well, I think that's an apt observation, Tony. And um, quite frankly, just the rumor of this long-term care premium tax benefit that people are, that there's chattering about, about this tax plan. Um, I'm getting a lot of requests, Tony, honestly, from people that are like, what can I do to benefit from getting, how can I get my benefit yeah. my long-term care premiums tax deductible if this goes through? And so we're developing some individual plans for, for people and families that will be able to benefit from this should this become law. And it really is helping a lot of people save money on long-term care insurance. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. And long-term care is really, it is a problem. It's so expensive. And so, oh, yeah. so many people uh, need it now uh, that uh, I think that's really important. So it's good that there are some benefits offered here to a variety of people. Here we go. Okay. The Biden plan also includes a credit for first-time home buyers to encourage wealth accumulation through home ownership. The plan would reinstate the first-time home buyer tax credit that was originally designed to stabilize housing during the Great Recession last decade. The credit would provide as much as $15,000 for a first-time home purchase. It would be both refundable and advanceable at the time of purchase rather than making the purchaser wait until they filed their taxes. Wow. That's huge, Gary. I mean, a $15,000 possible credit for first-time home buyers. I wish it had that when (laughs) my wife and I bought our first (laughs) home. I would have liked that. And and I mean, really, a first-time home buyer credit could really provide a boost to a lot of younger Americans out there. Yeah, I think so. And, and, you know, as could the proposed plan student debt help. You know, that plan would provide tax relief for those with student loan debt. It would also offer more robust forgiveness and deferral rules. So currently, loan forgiveness must be reported as income, but under the Biden plan, assistance would forgive the balance of a borrower's outstanding debt debt after 20 years without socking them with that tax liability. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. And so, you know, student loan forgiveness in and of itself has been a hot issue, a hot button topic that folks, I think, are wanting to keep an eye on because there are a number of different proposals floating around out there right now that seek to address what seems to be a significant issue for millions of Americans. Well, that's really a good point, Tony. And it doesn't seem outlandish to think that much of what is in the Biden plan may well become law because certainly, uh, you know, or most of the time, not all of it will. Right. So, so other student debt proposals that are making the rounds may prove to be more reasonable to lawmakers than actually what's even in the president's proposal. Yeah. So that part's looking positive, I think. Today, you've been talking about this proposed Biden tax plan and some of the ways that its details might affect people's finances in 2021 and for years to come. And these kind of proposals, obviously, uh, they're incredibly dense. And by dense, I don't just mean stupid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to Thanks them. Thanks for bailing me yeah, out there. Yeah, there's a lot to them, the, these plans, these tax plans. That, but I think you've done a great job giving us kind of a high-level view and a useful breakdown. What do you have for us next? Well, thank you. And I wanted our listeners today to, to get uh, the latest information on this because this is going to be a big change. And in the Investopedia article explaining Biden's tax plan, it next addresses payroll and estate taxes. 
which is obviously a significant area of interest for many of our listeners and many of my clients. In 2020, the Social Security payroll tax was 6.2% for both employer and employee on salaries up to the contribution limit of 142800 for 2021. For the self-employed, the Social Security tax is 12.4% of net profits. The Biden plan would implement an additional Social Security payroll tax of 6.2% for both the employer and the employee on incomes of 400000 or more. The plan doesn't call for additional Social Security taxes on salaries between one forty-two and 400000 So that covers payroll taxes. Right. And wow, that's interesting. You've really given us a lot of great information today, but now we know plenty about what President Biden and his team are thinking. But you know what? I'm curious about how this, uh, how Biden's proposals and ideas compare and contrast to those of his predecessor, President Trump. It sounds like a very different. (laughs) Well, that's a terrific question, Tony. And I don't think it's, you know, any great revelation to say that the philosophical differences between the Trump administration and the Biden administration are pretty darn big. To put it bluntly, President Biden is seeking to roll back several of the tax policies that President Trump had advocated for. Though not officially part of the Biden proposal, the article explains that numerous other changes are being considered, including repealing the limit on state and local tax deductions, an end to the real estate like-kind exchange benefit, incentives for domestic job creation, and a political phase-out of deductions from pass-through vehicles like sub-S corporations, partnerships, and trusts for the people with incomes of $400,000 or more. Yeah, it sounds like uh, they're really going to get socked. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, some of the, yeah, the corporate tax rate increase and the wealthy tax rate increases are, are going to be substantial, I think, with this Biden plan. Uh, but what from what you've explained, though, throughout today's show, it seems like uh, there uh, a lot of potential changes, uh, you know, would be limited to those making over 400000 and some tax credits for those under, uh, which is good. <clears throat> That's right. And, you know, if there's one clear theme running through the Biden plan, it's an emphasis on changes that benefit those making less than $400,000 or more. Right. So that's not to say people who make less than that may not see ripple effects if the plan passes. Beyond that, the Biden plan would tax investment income for people whose income is more than $1 million at ordinary income tax rates, implement higher Social Security taxes and estate taxes on the higher earners and the wealthy, and drop the estate tax step-up in basis and tax-carried interest fund distributions at ordinary income tax rates. Right. You know, one thing I'd like to say today is they just keep coming up, the the federal government, no matter what administration is is in there, they keep coming up with ways to raise more taxes when I feel like they should be looking for ways to cut spending. Right. Rather than just continually raising taxes and milking the population of their lifestyle, they just keep spending money and keep figuring out ways to get more money. And I, oh. uh, I wish we could, we could do that in our personal family finances, the way they're doing that. But yeah, uh, yeah, we be, can't, we can't get away with the crazy uh, out of control uh, spending. And the reason I mentioned this is I have so many clients and people that come in and say the same thing. And I just couldn't agree more. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? Great show today, Gary. It flew by, but we're out of time. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time before we go how they can set up that no cost, no obligation consultation with you uh, to get a plan in place. Yeah, you bet. Thanks again for all the listeners today. It's been a great show, I think, and we'll have more of these shows as the plan, uh, the tax plan becomes more concrete. But give us a call. We'd love to show you the impact this would have on your retirement and your net income in retirement and your investments. It could be sizable, guys, and how the long-term care tax credit would impact you. It's a positive thing. So give us a call or text us 501-225-9045 or go to our website at apwealthmanagement.com. And for those of you that reach out today and give us a call and want us to help them, we've got a free copy uh, of my book that we will be happy to get out to you. So give us a call today and uh, we look forward to talking to all of you very, very soon. All right. Thanks, Gary. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Wealth Talk with Gary Gears. Thank you for listening to Wealth Talk with Gary Garrison. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Gary Garrison at Asset Protection Wealth Management. Call 501-225-9045 or visit the website at apwealthmanagement.com. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Protection Wealth Management, LLC, an Arkansas registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through Asset Protection Group, LLC. Asset Protection Group, LLC and Asset Protection Wealth Management, LLC are affiliated companies. Asset Protection Group, LLC, Asset Protection Wealth Management, LLC, and Gary Garrison are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.